This is Mrs Hanson reading from Beowulf, page 119, paragraph 2. Old he may have been, but Beowulf was formidable still in strength and will. At once he gave orders that a huge shield should be made, all in iron. He knew wood would be little use against the searing heat of the serpent's fire. Only with such a shield would he be able to come close enough to the horde-squatting dragon to put an end to this murderer's miserable life. But Beowulf, this mighty warrior of old, would not go up against this death dragon with his army of warriors. He was a hero who had never known fear. He scorned the dragon's strength and his fighting prowess too. Beowulf had survived battles in plenty and had emerged victorious in many other clashes since that time when he had destroyed the monster Grendel and his sea hag mother all those years before in the land of Hrothgar. He was not afraid again to do battle in defence of his people, this noble hero. So he took only 11 warrior companions with him to seek out this fiery ravager of the night. They were all he would need, he thought. But one more came with them too. The slave who had stumbled by chance into the hidden mound and woken the horde-watching dragon from his centuries of sleep. He had been discovered, this guilty slave, been found clutching the precious golden goblet. So the cause of the serpent's woeful attack had been discovered and the slave was brought along, this cursed coward, to show them the way into the mound. For he alone knew the inside of the dragon's earth hall, the cavernous lair heaped high with treasure, where the dreaded dragon lay. Beowulf knew how formidable this underground guardian was, how fierce and fiery a foe he would be, and he was not wrong. To the headland on the cliffs they came and saw at last the secret mound and the narrow way in. Here Beowulf spoke to his trusted hearth companions. He meant with his words to lift their hearts, to exhort and encourage them to banish their fear. There was no fear in the great hero, but the truth was that his own spirit was gloomy and heavy with premonition, as if he already knew that this was the place and the time of his last fight, that this dragon would be the end of him, his body and soul torn apart at last in the struggle that lay ahead. Strongly, he spoke through, banishing all those dark thoughts from his mind. Cherished comrades in arms, I have survived many struggles in my life and I do not forget any of them nor the brave war companions who died at my side. I've always had good fortune in these battles, wielding my bright, hard-edged sword again and again in service, first of Hygelac, my king, in my early days, and as king myself now these long years since. Every battle I ventured I won by God's good grace, and I shall win again today, old as I am. I am the stern guardian of my people and must destroy this death dragon before he destroys us. I would go up against him bareheaded and barehanded as I grappled once with that monster Grendel. But I must somehow defend myself against the fire of this flame spitter. So I will carry this iron shield to fend off the flames and wear my mail shirt and helmet to protect my flesh from his fire venom. I shall be strong in spirit, give all in this fight. I shall not run from this heathen horde guardian, however hot and fierce his flames. Wait here for me. This is my fight. It is for me, your king, to match myself against this champion of evil. I will dare all bravely. Should I win, God willing, then this horde dragon will die his death and harm us no more, and we shall win all the gold he guards. 
Should I fail, then your king will not see this nightfall, nor any other tomorrow, nor share the cup of mead with you ever again. If this is my end, then so be it. Strongly he spoke out, this champion of the Geats. Despite all his doubts, he was still confident in his prowess. Brave beside his shield, he stood in helmet and war shirt, ready now to meet the death dragon face to face. He would not shrink from the fight, this survivor of countless conflicts and battle clashes. Then out of the mound came a sudden blast of flame. Waves of savage fire surged out of that deadly tunnel. So the dragon began the battle, breathing out his perilous fire. Without being burnt alive, there seemed no way in, no way past these terrible flames for Beowulf. In his anger now, the hero roared his defiance. Like a battle horn, it sounded echoing through the vaulted cavern. Deep inside, the hated dragon recognised the champion's voice challenge. Filled with fury, he stirred himself to violent action. Uncoiled now, the serpent roared out his thunderous response, a hissing gout of foul flame and billowing breath smoke. The ground shook. The rocks and the trees trembled as the death dragon emerged in rage from the mound, seeking out his foe. There stood Beowulf before him, bravest of warrior kings, his shield held before him, his trusted sword drawn. <laughs>